Together Trash, episode number 25. Oh, it is 25. Yeah. So, silver anniversary. <laughs> thought we were done with the, uh, the age jokes. But. Well, you know, 25 is the uh, classic yeah. silver. I feel like I should have brought you yeah, like a silver sable number one or something. Yeah. Uh, really silver sable? Because it has that foil silver metallic cover. How about silver surfer number 50? Or 75. Or 75. <laughs> You're right. Yes. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. We reviewed uh, Let the Right One In. All right. It's a, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a movie. Yeah. <coughs> we'll talk about that in a bit. We'd like to do a little uh, bullshit once in a while. Mm. We haven't yeah. had one of those in a while. A bullshit episode? Yeah. They're all kind of bullshit. Well, they are. Touche. <laughs> yeah. Wow, 25 episodes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Plus a few extras here and there. Mm-hmm. Christmas episode. Our Windy City wrap-up. Mm-hmm. Preview episode. So, yeah. I'm, uh... Honestly, I'm, I'm willing to go daily with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Hey, Adam Carolla can do it. We can do it. Adam Carolla's the, the best, though. <laughs> He's really not. I swear, when I listened, I used to listen to Loveline every night, every single night. It was like the highlight of my day. I mean, uh, even granted, I didn't have much going on back then. Right. I mean, I had a you lady. don't have much going on now, either. <laughs> I, had a, I had a lady friend, though, and it was still the highlight of my day. Because she would go to bed early. She had to work for a shift. Yeah. And so I would stay up and watch, or listen to Loveline. Okay. Smoke weed and listen to Loveline. And I was, uh, I worked third shift a lot, a lot of years and also unemployed for a period of time in the, the late 90s, early 2000s. So I too listened to quite a bit of Loveline. It's good stuff. Big fan. Good stuff. Indeed. You know what's funny too is the first time I ever heard it, I just was driving around. I was listening to the radio at night and it was on. And I swear I thought it was some local thing because I had never heard of. Dr. Drew or Adam Carolla, and uh, and I thought I was just like privy to this local like <laughs> gem that no one else really knew about, and I listened to it for a couple months before, I, you know, before they had a guest of some sort of fame, fame, right, right. or or at least to, that I knew of because I'm I was pretty disconnected at the time. You're still pretty. I'm still I'm still a little disconnected, <laughs> but uh, but I swear after there was like an episode with. It was like somebody from uh, Cypress Hill or David Allen Greer or something, right, right. and I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people?" And uh, and then I realized that it was like a nationally syndicated thing. Yes. But I, man, I, I think that guy's the hilarious. Well, don't listen to his podcast. Realize it, man. It's not very funny. Well, I think that might he might be a one-trick pony, because I rented a movie once from Precinct 13 mm-hmm. um, that had Adam Carolla in it. I don't even remember what it was, but he had a real small part in it. Oh, okay. But it was, was terrible. Was that doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> but yeah, he, he wasn't even funny in the movie, and the movie was no good. And I was like, man, you know, I thought he was hilarious. And then, you know, the man show wasn't very funny. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, occasionally there was like a chuckle, like when they had they had women sign something saying "win" or "end women's suffrage." They were right, on the street, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like actual people were signing it. That, that was funny, but other than that, yeah, 
Uh, I think Loveline was sort of a, a perfect storm of his style of humor, Dr. Drew, and the callers. Dr. Drew's the perfect straight man. Yeah. Because he's got info, he tells no jokes. Yeah. But he gets humor. He gets it. And yeah. can roll with it. And just, uh, you know, retarded, idiotic callers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think just those three things together made Loveline so good yeah. at that time. I haven't listened to it since he's left, so I don't know. I listened to it once just because Mike Patton was on there, and yeah. I have a man crush on of Mike course. Patton. I have a man crush on Mike Patton and Sigourney Weaver. Those are my two big man crushes. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so I listened to that one, and it wasn't very good. It was almost unlistenable, and yeah. I was like, man, Adam Carolla, where are you? Yeah. Could it have been uh, Mike Patton who made it unlistenable? Uh, no, because, I mean, there was nothing about that show that was redeemable. Uh, I mean, I, I, like the only thing I enjoyed from it was like little tidbits of information about what Patton was up to in right. his career. Because, you know, I would say 85% of everything Mike Patton does is unlistenable. I'd say 40 to 50%. <sighs> And I love the guy, and to say half of his work is unlistenable is, I mean, that's, that's saying something, but... Well, you know, my opinion is, honestly, uh, since uh, uh, since the real thing, there hasn't been anything I've ever been interested in. Oh, see, Phant- Phantom Lost... Except for his two-part episode on Metalocalypse. Yeah, uh, as Ricky Cakes. Yes. See, the first Phantom Lost album and the fourth Phantom Lost album are two of my favorite albums of ever. Like, especially the first one. I... I've listened to it more Those more than I can four tell Four far too many albums from Phantom Lost, I can tell you. <laughs> well, they're so different, though. I mean, the first and fourth are real similar, but the second one is all, like, movie covers, movie right. themes, and the third one is, like, weird, ambient, like, surgery fetish music. Yeah. I think you should probably explain for the listener that doesn't know uh-huh. that uh, when you say movie themes, you're not talking, like, you know... <laughs> Uh, like Eye of the Tiger, and you're talking like, uh, oh, that'd be sweet though. I would love to oh, do Eye of the awesome. Tiger, but but you're talking like uh, like the score theme music from like The Godfather and Cape There's Fear. No lyrics, yeah. It's all orchestral, and this is a rock band. <laughs> Well, there, there's a couple songs with lyrics. There's a few. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, actually, some of the better ones don't have any, any. But, yeah, they do, like, Twin Peaks and uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer and right. just, like, weird movie themes. And, and this is your standard four- or five-piece rock band. Four, you know, four dudes, Drums, yeah. guitar, bass, vocals. Yeah. <laughs> for songs. Doing Henry Mancini songs. Right, and, right. And uh, any Yeah. It's... Man, I I need to listen. I love it, but they 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 do it with a sense of humor, though. I mean, uh, they definitely don't take themselves too seriously, which is, I think, a necessity if you're going to do something like that. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, like like they sampled Bugs Bunny on one of their albums. I mean, right. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty. It's pretty. So what do you fajitas, fajitas, and uh, beers and Coca Colas. Uh, yeah, we had uh, <coughs> Great Lakes Brewery. What brand is this? It's Commodore Perry, which was really good. I'd never had that kind before. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I've had a, two or three Great Lakes before, and they're always good. But but now I'm currently drinking Coca-Cola Zero, mm-hmm. which is their diet that's not supposed to taste like diet. The Zero stands for calories? Yes. 
There was a German ad campaign for uh, Pepsi's version of this, which is called Pepsi Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's written by uh, Peter Milligan, right? Sorry. Well, Punisher Max and the Max, Marvel Max. Sorry. <laughs> Pepsi Max. Done. <laughs> you know, like the Max line. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. All right. German Pepsi, come on. Yeah, I'm come done. on. I'm done. I'm done. Come on, hit me with it. Uh, I'm done. I want to know about German cola. It's not German cola. It's Pepsi cola. <laughs> ah, there's Pepsi Max. Which, first of all, Peter Milligan has never written a Marvel Max series. He should, though. He should, yeah. but never did. Yeah, the good Peter Milligan. Yes, exactly. Uh, but uh, this German advertising company uh, decided that, hey, you know, uh, Pepsi Max is, you know, Pepsi with only one calorie. Uh, you know, what, what, what does one mean? One means lonely. Lonely. Lonely means depressed. Depressed calorie. So this entire ad campaign focused around this calorie killing itself. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like a, an that ad where uh, this this calorie was uh, hanging itself and slicing its wrist with a razor. You're not kidding. I am not kidding. Wow. Uh, it was like uh, one where he's strapped to a rocket hurtling towards the earth. Uh, one where he's like blowing his brains out with a gun in his mouth. And that makes people want to drink cola. Pepsi Ow. Max. Yeah. One calorie, depressed calorie. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I don't know, one... Well, I guess one is the loneliest number, as they say. Ah, too true. Hmm. Huh. So Speaking why, of depression. So, why, so why'd they... Oh, okay. No. Uh, I was wondering, why'd they go with the word max? Because that means, like, a lot. Like, maximum. Uh, I don't know. It seems bad. Maybe the calorie... German. Maybe his name was max, the one calorie. Could be. Maxwell, yeah. short for Maxwell. Maxwell calorie. Maxwell, yeah. I don't know. They're German. Who cares? Yeah. They invented Nazis. <laughs> they they also invented, uh, uh, you know, some sweet German uh, industrial music yeah. and yeah yeah. yeah um, there's no sweet German industrial music. Einsteins and the Neubauten. I like them. What? Einsteins and the Neubauten. They're they're from the like early eighties. They're really good. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, there's something to be said for blues-based rock. Yeah. And that's, uh, that it's usually awesome, and that com- countries that uh, did not have that uh, usually produce crap music, <laughs> much like Germany. Let's see, let me try to think of another good German chocolate. You don't like German chocolate? Nope, I don't like any chocolate. Yeah, I'm not a chocolate fan either. I think we've talked about that. I'm having yeah. deja vu at least. Uh, they, Germans did invent déjà vu. Did they? Yeah, because that's French. Uh, well, but they occupied France. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> During the déjà vu, who, who we t- we've talked who, about this. Who, before. who occupied France? <coughs> who 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 occupied France? Who? Come on. The uh, Napoleon? I don't know. No. no. Who? The, the the you said the Germans. The Germans uh, occupied France. What 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 faction of the Germans? Um, the burly ones no. with the guns and what, what, what are they called? The snappy dressers. The, 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 
The Nazis. The Nazis. Okay. Invented by the Germans. <laughs> Or Austrians wasn't wasn't Hitler Austrian? Uh, yeah, I don't know. he defected. <laughs> like how we're gonna defect Canada? Yeah, I'm serious too. I, w- I was supposed to go uh, next month or May. When it, whatever this is March still, I think. Yes. But I was supposed to go in May. Looks like I might not be able to though. Right. Unfortunately. Well, how are you gonna go? Uh, the Toronto Comic Arts Festival. I thought that was like in August or something. No, no. Was it in Austin? Um, I think it was in June before. Yeah. But yeah, it's like May eight, eighteenth. I think. See, Somewhere. that's what you do when you don't have a yearly schedule. Yeah, you just go all over the board, and you confuse anyone who'd be interested in going. If you had a yearly schedule, you could set it close to around the same time every year. You mean, you mean like if they if they did it at the same time? Yeah. But see, they only do it every other year. That I know, and that's what I'm talking about. Let me see, I've got it written down here. Uh, I don't really care. Uh, well, you know, somebody might, somebody out there may want to... Uh, you can tell Pat later. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, well, Pat may already know. It's uh, May 9th and 10th in beautiful downtown Toronto, Ontario. Uh, you've been to Toronto a couple times, haven't you? Three, three times. Three times. Maybe uh, three or four. You went once last year, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah documented in Veggie Dog Cider number three. There you go. As you can uh, purchase somewhere. Um, <coughs> you don't know where. We'd probably know where. Yeah. Just Google it or something. Come on. Sure. There you go. Um, Google's your friend. Yeah, Veggie Dog Saturn. Um, Toronto, hell of a town. I love Toronto. I've never been. Uh, you should go. It's in Canada. Yeah? Do you have uh, a passport? No. And I don't like Canadians. Because they invented Nazis? No. Just because they're Canadian. Yeah. Well, no reason for it. Because of all their... Canadians. Art and free healthcare and... Canadians. <laughs> speak French. I'm learning French. That's why I was learning French. Remember how I was learning French? Right. Um, I learned a little bit more, but... Have you uh, finally learned yet how to... Uh, Ask for sex? Yes. No. Uh, no, not yet. Uh, you've told me... It's all building close. up. It's all <laughs> building up to this, and it's like, you know, where's the payoff? I can, yeah, I can ask, like, if you want to drink, if you want to drink at my place, if, right. you, want, if you want some wine. If you want to see my etchings. If, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but that's the main reason I wanted to learn, so I could, when I was up there... The last couple times. I mean, there's not a lot of French-speaking people, but every time I'm there, I hear a little bit. Oh, it's because you're in part of the English part of Canada. Yeah. Part of the English part, part of the English part. Uh, Over off, uh, like, Yelm Street and all that, but... But, yeah. You need to go to Quebec if you want to use your, your French. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see, I'm not good at with the metric system, though, and, like, that's the freakiest part of Canada. I went to a gas station, I went to... Wendy's and I couldn't figure out excuse me anything I was like is this a good deal is this a bad deal I don't know like money wise because all the leaders and um uh what you know I'm I'm pretty sure if you go to Wendy's uh, even though they measure it differently a large is so large medium is still medium is small small. (laughs) but I mean but like the I'm talking like well, the leaders and the money. Like the money, I'm like six seventy. Is that a good deal for a combo? I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's a conversion, right? So you know, it seems it seems it's more expensive. That's because the Canadians, their stuff is slightly more expensive, even though 
it would probably be exactly the same price you'd pay here. I did get a, a Sepultura CD really cheap there. Probably because it was used? No, it was brand new. It was uh, brand, brand new? new. Yeah. Brand new. It was a double album, too, and it ended up being like $10 brand new. Well, that could just be a sale. Yeah, could have uh, been a sale. So <laughs> I think it has to do with, you know, Canada's... Uh, I think you're just uh, overthinking it. Yeah, right? you're probably right. It's, it's not like... Uh, <laughs> It's not like the yen where it's <laughs> drastically different. You know? I do love Toronto, though. Yeah, you can you can still go to Wendy's and get your uh, yeah, your bacon cheeseburger that I know you love, and it will still be you know, relatively cheap. See, but see, Wendy or uh, Wendy's? Yeah. yeah, I'm not talking about Wendy's. Oh, uh, Toronto because I like Wendy's. I like their. You know, I've sold out being a vegetarian three times on their chicken nuggets before. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it's probably coming. It's been a couple of years since I've had some chicken. Year and a half. But, uh, no, Toronto kind of reminds me of Canada, only with bike lanes and hot girls from every nationality, instead of just, like, you know, black and white. Because, uh, Toronto is in Canada? Mm-hmm. You said Toronto reminds you of Canada. No, of Chicago. Oh, there you yeah. go. Did I say Canada? Yes, you did. Yeah. Okay, I meant Chicago. <laughs> it's like Chicago with bike lanes, though. And, okay. And, uh... And you can't get shots. You, you can, but you really have to do something bad. You can't uh, just... yeah. yeah. So uh, no going to Caprini Green or something like that. Oh, what is it? Caprini <laughs> Green. Uh, apparently it's a real uh, slum in Chicago where you can pretty much just get shot for going there. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's also uh, the, the main sitting place of uh, the movie Candyman. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Good setting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. scary movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Chicago... <laughs> there goes their scary movie. Ba- baseball is uh, starting up again. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Speaking of scary movies, uh, wait. What does Chicago have to do with baseball? I don't. I don't. I don't get the reference. White Sox. Oh right, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or no. uh, you know, the Dayton Dragons are actually you know the Chicago farm team. Are they? Yeah. Really. Everyone assumes that they're the Cincinnati, but no. yeah, it would make sense, right? Yeah. I'm. I could be pulling this completely out of my ass and just lying, right. but uh, I'm like one percent certain that I'm right. Oh, wow! Well, hey, that's all I'm ever require. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on the net. <laughs> Call Wikipedia, somebody. Hell yeah! Uh, but no, yeah, we we just uh, watched a uh, supposedly scary movie. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a vampire movie. It was a vampire movie. We don't get scared at movies. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, from uh, Sweden called Let the Right One In, which I already mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago. Uh, yeah, it's a vampire movie about yeah. uh, vampires. Kids, even. Kids and vampires. You know, the kid aspect of it, I will I will uh, point out, reminds me sort of of The Shining. Uh-huh. Like, just like the, the way that... Red Rum. Red, yeah, the Red Rum Kid, Bobby, what was his name, Timmy, Bobby, Jimmy? I have no idea, I've never um, seen the show. Enrique. It was, uh... Nor will I. <coughs> it's good, mo- oh, really? Yeah. Even if I pick it? I might veto it. Really? Why would you veto? It's overrated. Oh, but it's so good. If you pick the Steven Weber version, I have, I'll okay that. Okay, I haven't, I haven't seen that. But The Shining is one of my favorite horror Rebecca movies. Rebecca Mornay. <coughs> Uh, I don't know. Olive oil? <laughs> oh, definitely not. Um, no, but the yeah. kids—the kids in this movie were 
amazing actors. I thought they I th- were really good. Well, they had to be. They were the, the main yeah. characters. Yeah, but but I mean that doesn't mean anything in American movies. No, no, main, no. Yeah. the main actors are kids. So like just put them on the screen. Yeah. Like, uh, we're probably gonna. I'm, I'm I'm probably going to jump way the fuck ahead here. But of mm-hmm. course, they're remaking this movie in the states. Are they really? Yes. Uh, which I can only imagine will be terrible, mm. uh, just because of primarily the reason you just stated. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't care over yeah, here. Yeah. Like we don't. They don't have to be good actors. They're kids. They yeah. can't act anyway. Right. right don't right. even try. Like uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Jake Lloyd. Oh, uh, is that Phantom from Menace? Phantom Menace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He... Are you an angel? That kid. <laughs> Well, I certainly didn't remember any lines from that movie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I loved this movie. You did? I loved it. I did as well. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Uh, I liked so many aspects of it. Uh, part of it was the fact that the movie took place in the early 80s, but they never, like, flat out say... Like, the movie starts, it doesn't come up with 1982. Right. You know, or, you know, nobody goes <laughs> out of their way to mention, you know... How the new Duran Duran album rocks. Right, yeah, yeah, or anything retarded like that. Yeah. Or there's no, uh, like we talked in a previous episode... <laughs> I can't uh, even remember, it's been so long. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> making a joke about, you know, oh, you know, they don't... You know, imagine if you could just look anything up on a computer. He said something about bottling water. That's crazy. Yeah, That'll yeah. never happen. <laughs> I, <laughs> so I really appreciated that, and uh, I think it gives it a more timeless feel to the movie. Definitely. Because, again, they don't beat you over the head with uh, the time period it takes place in. Mm-hmm. I had to actually find out online, you know, that this did take place in the 80s. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Uh, I, well, see, that's part of the thing, is that uh, I originally suspected, well, and honestly, I didn't notice at first, uh, but then it slowly started creeping in while I was watching it, that, uh, you know, nobody has cell phones. Uh, Everyone kind of dresses like they're, like from 1985. I, I noticed the lady of Virginia had that like those bright pink like jumpsuit yeah. kind of things, and that, I just thought maybe it was because she was a bad dresser. Yeah, but uh, lots of mullets. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, well, this takes place in like a really small, blue collar Swedish town. Maybe they don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe there's like a huge cultural difference. Yeah. That you know, I mean, they're they're kind of stuck in 1985, and they just can't afford cell phones because right, they work yeah. at the factory. Right. So, yeah, I, I didn't, it didn't beat you over the head with uh, the fact that it did take place. And there was a Rubik's Cube in the movie. Yeah. Which, again, wouldn't register with me. I've got a fucking Rubik's yeah, Cube. Yeah, I've, I've played with one recently. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Still can't beat it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. My brother can, damn him. It frustrates me. Yeah. I've well, I've actually never met anyone who could. So well, my brother, I think I'm pretty sure he took it apart, right? And you know, just like rearranged the uh, yeah. The I know how you can take it apart. I've actually looked online. Yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, I think when I was little, I took apart the stickers and just like rearranged. Oh them. yeah, but then they're all but then yeah. peeling off. But uh, I found out later in life that you can actually just remove the blocks yeah. themselves and put it back together. <laughs> 
Which actually on uh, online tutorials on how to beat one or to solve one. I don't know why I keep saying beat. It's like a it's a contest. Yeah, uh, but on uh, tutorials on how you can solve it, uh, they actually recommend that you take it apart first and put it back together with all the right colors. Okay. And then mix it up and then solve it. Really? Yeah. Oh, do they they not when you purchase one of the store? Doesn't it already come in with like? All of the whites on one side and all the right, green. It on does. The, okay. But they're saying, like, you know, if like, you just like if I go to mine right now, like wherever it is, right. uh, like it's already all mixed up because I've been working on it for seven yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you find one at the thrift store. Right, right. Gotcha. Yes. So, anyway, so the plot involves a, a boy, a 12 year old boy named Oscar, and a 12 year old girl named. Eli? 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 Yeah, I think it's Eli. Yeah, Eli. Spelled Eli. The Swedes. I know. <laughs> At least they're not a rock. I've mentioned my Puerto Ricanness on the show numerous times. Uh-huh. Uh, but my dad is actually Swedish, so. Or his side of the family is Swedish, so. Oh, wow. I got some Swede in me, too. The Swedish chef was Would one of my like favorite Swede muffins. Uh, not you. This is to all of our female listeners. Oh, okay. You're, you're looking right at me when you said it. Well. <laughs> I'm the only one in the room. Like. Yeah. Um, I could look at Zatanna. Yeah, is that Ryan Sook? Yes, yeah. he's pretty good. Yeah, but yeah. Any uh, ladies out there? Uh, Middle Swede. Email me. Yeah, Swedish meatballs. I'm uh, on the market. <laughs> <coughs> no, yeah. Pat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hook, hook him up, Pat. <laughs> what are we paying you for? Uh, oh crap! We forgot to pay him this week. Mm-hmm. Well, he ain't listening right now, then. That's true. Oh, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, Oscar and Ely. Twelve-ish. Uh, T- Twelve-ish. About twelve. Yeah, about twelve years old. Or twelve years, eight months, and nine days old. Is that what Oscar said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, when, you're, when you're that age, you really do. You pretty much know down to the minute how old you are, because you're like... You want to be 13, you want to be a big kid, you know? Like, now I'm just like, oh my god, my birthday's coming up in, uh, like, a month, and I'm like, yikes. Yeah. I don't... My birthday comes around, I'm just like, oh, I just wish I was dead. (laughs) Oh, that is funny. I I don't want to keep doing this anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so tired. So very tired. Uh, Oh, man. Well, that's a rant for, uh, in the wrap-up. Uh... Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, they, so yeah, uh, Ely and Oscar. Well, her father. Oh yeah, her caretaker. Caretaker's a good word. Like her Renfield, basically. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Uh, who's they, who's hilarious? He's like a Coen Brothers movie character. Yeah, he really he is. Kind of keeps fucking everything up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They they move into uh, Oscar's apartment building right next door to him, uh, and Ely is a vampire. Uh, if you haven't gotten that point by now, spoiler, spoiler, uh, spoiler. Uh, f- fuck spoilers. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, he's never really given a name either, is he? No. Yeah, he's just. Yeah. She refers to him once as her dad. But, again, just the, the way the relationship is played out when we see them together, uh, it's not her oh, dad at all. He, she just orders him around. And orders him around, smacks him around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but then at like one point, like gently and 
lovingly like caresses his face uh, but he goes out and murders people and collects their blood to bring to her so that she doesn't have to go out and do that herself I wonder if maybe that was her dad because <clears throat> he looked older maybe she was his 12 year old daughter like you know 20 years ago something like that oh I don't know because uh, spoilers again uh, we occasionally see glimpses of her as she would look now. Yeah. And uh, especially one point towards the end where she is straddling Oscar and, like, the camera kind of goes behind Oscar's head and then comes back around again and she leans up and she's looks to be about the same age as the father would look. Okay. So, not really sure where... Hmm. Maybe he is sort of what Oscar was, or is. He was what Oscar oh, yeah, is I got becoming. Yeah. You know, that, that maybe they, they met when they were really young. Okay. He grew I hadn't thought about and, that. Uh, you know, just took care of her. All right. Because, again, spoilers. At the end of this movie, that's basically what happens. Oscar runs away with... Ely, yeah, and uh, essentially becomes her new caretaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, I love this! You know, I swear, like, there's like five different scenes in this movie where I was like, picturing this as a Chris Ware comic book, like just <laughs> just like that weird, absurd, uh, like kind of melancholy. Uh, I'm trying to describe it like a like the Morse code scenes, the Rubik's cube scenes, yeah. the the last scene where they're on the train together, like. I could totally see Chris Ware adapting that, except for he doesn't like ever adapt anything, right. other than I think he did this American Life adaptations. But yeah, yeah. but I, but I babble. Uh, <laughs> man, I would love to see that. The that would be sweet because it had it has like perfect mood and atmosphere yeah, to it. It's very quiet. Yeah, very. You know, uh, very. Like I don't even think there's any lyrics in any of the music in the movie. Uh, there is, but they're in Swedish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, like, he's listening to a record in his room, and, right. but he even, like, turns it off. Like, it doesn't even keep going. He's just, like, it's like the music's going, he just, like, turns it off, and then the scene continues. And well, like, in the first point, uh, when he's listening to music and he's going through newspaper clippings of murders and tragedies, mm-hmm. uh, he's a very... Uh, Which is another uh, Chris Ware kind of... Yeah, okay. dark little kid. <laughs> Excuse me. He's listening to what I could only describe as sort of a... Beatles-esque Swedish band. Right. Yeah, and there are lyrics, but again, they're in Swedish, so mm-hmm. no idea what the hell they're saying. And then later on in the movie when he's uh, playing the record and he's like dancing around the room, uh, there are, again, that's another Beatles-ish type band. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are lyrics, but... Who knows? <laughs> they, they, they didn't subtitle them. Right. We watched it with the subtitles, not the dubbed. I wonder if the dubbed version maybe they just threw in like uh, Tiffany or something. He was yeah, dancing around yeah, yeah. uh, Wham or something. Yeah. Uh, I did. Uh, we I looked up online a little bit about this movie just before we started doing this, and I guess there's some sort of controversy with the subtitles. Oh, really? They're not uh, not the, matching up. They're apparently they were different in the theatrical version than on the DVD. Like more suited to what the director wanted I have no idea but hmm. apparently uh, like the one example that they showed online was uh, the scene where uh, Ely's uh, caretaker is about to kill someone else and he's in the locker room 
Okay. Yeah. And uh, he's got the kids strapped upside down, and he's mm-hmm. about to kill them, and like all his friends like come looking for him, and like you know, one of them like knocks on the window, and he's like, "It's time to go home." Uh, apparently, in the theatrical version, the subtitle said, "You can jerk off at home." Oh wow! Yeah, yeah that's a little that's a little uh, quirkier. Yeah, yeah. So who knows what <laughs> it's supposed to be? I don't know. You know this this may have creeped up into the slot of being my favorite vampire movie because I, I'm not a huge vampire fan. Like I'm not a big Bela Lugosi and right, right. all that fan, but I love a, a few vampire movies like. Like if I can give a quick rundown. Go for it. Near Dark is one of my favorite horror Near movies. Dark is great. I love that movie. It's a, it's, it's very realistic to me as yeah, far as vampires yeah. go. Um, Vampires Kiss with Nicolas Cage, not Nicolas to be con, not to be confused with Kiss the Vampire, which is also a great vampire movie, just because Alyssa uh, Milano yeah. gets gets partially nude. Yeah, yeah. And I had a child. Isn't that uh, also? Uh, she has a lesbian scene in that too. Yeah, there's yeah. a lesbian scene. I totally had a huge crush on Alyssa Milano. Who didn't? Yeah, exactly, right? I mean, we grew up in the 80s. But, yeah, but the Vampire's Kiss, the Nicolas Cage one, is hilarious. It's, it's weird, a very weird movie. Uh, good movie, though. Um, of course, Shadow the Vampire, pretty good. Pretty good Excellent movie. Excellent movie, yep. Um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I like that movie. I like it, but I will also be the first one to admit that... Uh, Visually, it's amazing. Uh, as a movie, it's kind of a failure. <laughs> it, it's it's flimsy in parts. Yeah, it's flimsy it, and all over the place. Like especially, I think if Counter Reeves would have been replaced with somebody a little bit better, I think it would have been much better. Johnny yeah. Depp, perhaps Brad Pitt, maybe, or an actual British actor, or a British actor. Yeah. Uh, also, I would say uh, while we're getting rid of people in that movie, let's get rid of uh, Winona Ryder. Yeah, maybe Tom Waits. No, I like Tom Waits. No, yeah, Tom Waits can stay. Yeah, he was uh, good. Yeah. Um, Winona Ryder, really? Yeah, she was she's right. awful in everything. Oh, Heather's, come on, awful. Was, she was great in Heather's. Awful. Oh. Awful and everything. Even Beetlejuice. And I love Beetlejuice. Are you kidding me? Okay, we're done talking about Winona Ryder. (laughs) (laughs) She's great. She's great. Uh, I had a super crush on her, too. uh, uh, (laughs) Um, But the last last vampire movie I really like, and I've even thought about picking this as one of uh, our movies, um, is called Vamp. It's from the 80s. Grace Jones. With Grace Jones. I loved that movie. (laughs) Because uh, it's like a, a strip club where all the strippers are vampires. Yeah. And, you know, you're like 12 years old and you see that movie and you're like, this is the coolest thing ever. I it, would uh, I would probably not want to watch that. Well, you might because I know Grace Jones. one of the main heroes has a bow and arrow, kills zombies with a bow and arrow. I know yeah, you love the bow and arrow. I do. Um... All right, you've mentioned a few that I, I would put on my list. Uh, yeah. I would uh, include on mine uh, or replace the ones that I disagreed with you or have never seen uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer starring Paul Rubens and uh, uh, no. Luke yeah, Wilson. Yeah, I'd have to say that's it. Yeah. Not not Luke Wilson. Who's who's? Yeah, who's uh, uh, no, uh, Luke Perry. Luke Perry. Luke yeah. Perry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I, I never saw that, and uh, I never even watched the TV show. So, I was uh, a big fan of Angel. Though. The the movie was much better than the show. I think yeah. it was it was fun. It was a lot more fun. Yeah. Uh, it's not what Joss Whedon wanted. 
Uh, you know, he's cool. I, I'm, I have nothing against him, but I'm not all You're not Josh Whedon crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just but, wait till we watch Firefly. <laughs> No. Uh, so you, you wouldn't veto Vamp then, maybe? Uh, I, might, I, might, I might pick that. Let's uh, hold it off for a few months since yeah. we just watched it. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to pick it yet. I wasn't going to pick it yet. Yeah. But uh, I guess I'd watch it, yeah. Because the bone arrow put you over the top. No. No. <laughs> I'd forget about From Dust Till Dawn. Although, you know, a good movie, but I don't think... I would like it as much as any of the ones I named. Even Vamp. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's it's good, but it's not one of my favorites. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I would uh, I would definitely put uh, let the right one in at the top of, uh, or near the top of that list. I, I, the only one that's holding me back <clears throat> is Near Dark. Like, near Dark is really good. Uh, I'd probably still put it above that. Yeah, it was fucking great. Yeah. I mean, I just don't want to. I don't want to say this one's my favorite because I just watched it. And, right, right. You know, sometimes like, you're all excited. Right, yeah. right. Um, I'll go home and you know mill it over. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I was kind of worried when we started watching it. I guess even before then, uh, that this was going to be sort of one of those ironic vampire movies, where you know maybe she's not really a vampire. You know, maybe uh, it's right. just like you know the, the twist is that she's just crazy. Yeah, you know, and, or she's a, his imaginary friend or something. Right? Like yeah. Uh, or yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's the one that's. And he he's just yeah. clipping out the things out of the paper and. Right, puts right. a story to it or something. Or yeah. yeah, that'd be terrible. Yeah. So uh, when the evidence started showing up that you know she was actually a vampire, I got excited. Yeah. And uh, just felt like a sense of relief, and it's like, okay, I can enjoy the movie from this point on now. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say grade A. I mean, yeah. like it was like slow, kind of slow paced. Very slow. I didn't realize it was two hours though. Yeah. It was like hour and fifteen minutes. Uh, hour and fifteen. <coughs> Hundred fifty. What did I say? Fifteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. It was. I knew it was like just shy of two hours. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. I thought. I thought it was very well done. It was kind of yeah. quiet, but it wasn't boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I there was one part that I thought I was kind of surprised they they went in that direction where uh, Ely infects someone. And they become a vampire. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just did not expect to see that happen in this movie. I don't know why. Right, unless it was another kid or something. Right, right, or, or Oscar even or mm-hmm. something like that. But uh, that <clears throat> had a couple of interesting payoffs to it. Yeah. That, that <laughs> the, subplot, the, the kitty cat scene, the cat scene. I just uh, <laughs> some bad CGI in that scene. It, it still works, though. but right? hilarious. Yeah. Because it was such a like the, from the very first time you see that that apartment or house or whatever right. you see all those cats in there, you're like, oh my gosh, it's one of those cat people. Like yeah, crazy cat guy. I love I love cats. I As do I. I love. I'm, I've had my cat for geez, eleven years I think. Right. Um, you know, one cat, great, great choice. Yeah. Right. Two cats, you know, okay, yeah. cool. You yeah. got you yeah. got a friend for him. Yeah. Three cats, you're like, whoa, you've got a lot of cats. Yeah. Yep. Four cats or more, you're a cat person. Yep. You're a freak. Yep. So. Yeah, when you when I saw this house with like twelve cats or whatever, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so weird. Something needs to happen here." Yeah, yeah. and it did. That was great. <laughs> <coughs> I'm just really glad it did. Yeah. 
Funny, uh, funny scene. Very funny. Uh, laughed by asshole. And also, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot funnier than I thought it would be. Uh, like you said, the uh, the caretaker, the father, <laughs> is uh, so much like a Coen Brothers character. Yeah, he's like somebody from Fargo uh, that can't quite do his yeah. job right. And it's not like he's fucking up. Like, he's doing everything right. It's just circumstances happen. It, yeah, where, that, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Like, people stumble upon him while right. he's draining blood a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, the first time he does it, like, he's just draining this guy, and a fucking poodle just, like, comes up to him while people are looking for the poodle. Yeah, they're like, Ricky, Ricky. Yeah. He's like, are you serious? <laughs> he's like, in the, he's like, I'm in the middle of the woods, yeah. it's late at night, and I still can't do this right now. <laughs> Good stuff. Yes. Uh, you know, it would have been nice, I guess, to have a little more backstory as to what Ely and uh, the caretaker's relationship actually was, but uh, I, at the same time, I kind of like that it left it to your imagination. Yeah, it, yeah. I think uh, I think the ambiguity kind of worked for the mood, really. Yeah, yeah. Like, it didn't give you too much information to lock everything in. It just kind of gave you... The basic elements of their relationship. Yeah. I thought that worked. Uh, there are a couple creepy things in the movie, but they mostly stem from just the basics of Ely's and Oscar's reputation. Or relationship. Relationship. Reputation. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> relationship. Uh, yeah, we're. we're uh, they're like lying naked in bed together or something, right? It's, it's you know I mean that's and again that's that's a like in foreign movies that I don't think they even think anything about that because over here you know we can watch uh, the Watchmen watch somebody's arms get sawed in half and you know no one seems to care but like five minutes later they're like man that scene in the in the owls uh, in in uh, what, what's the owl what's the, the owl ship. Oh, what's his, what's his... Archie. Archie, yeah. Uh, he's like, that scene in Archie, man, where they're all naked, that was weird, man. I don't know. I, you know, I took my kids to see that movie, and I, I, didn't, I thought that was a little too much. I'm like, but, but you know, sawing his arms off, and that was okay. And, but yeah, but over here, for some reason, you know... That, you We've know, got to bug up our ass about sex. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. totally do. Yeah. We just need to all, you know, line up in a giant row outside in the street and just jerk off yeah. once a week. I would prefer not to. I yeah, that's a personal thing. But uh, you know, I'm totally willing to admit that I jerk off, and willing to accept that other people jerk off too. Exactly. Because we're all human. We're all adults. That's what we do. <laughs> and we're all alone, and we'll die alone. <laughs> Man, that's dark. Yeah. Well, you know, <coughs> I was right. I predicted in the last episode that this movie probably would depress me. This one did. Yeah. Really? Especially towards the end. Yeah, I could, I could see it, but uh, I mean the the ending ending like you know turned out to be a happy ending. Yeah, but uh, very very know, much. just before that part, uh, uh, you know, right after the sort of climax of the movie, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it got me down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I do like how the ending was like you said a happy ending, but it wasn't like Hollywood happy ending. Like right. everything's better. She's not a vampire anymore. Right, right. I mean, like it was it was a good ending, but kind of kind of yeah, left you I left you in good spirits. Then cannot really imagine what they're gonna do with the American. Yeah. Oh, they'll soil it with the the American urine. 
It, I mean, I'm not one to, to usually just piss on a remake because, you know, ah, it's a remake, you shouldn't do that. Mm. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes they are great. You know, The Fly is... Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Uh, the Pink Panther. S- some others. <laughs> just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen the remake of Pink Panther. Neither have I. Uh, unless you want to count like, the thing, uh, the th- I've never, still never seen the thing. Oh yeah, we, so, need, to, we need to watch that. Yeah, uh, but uh, the fuck was I gonna say? Never mind what I was gonna say. But uh, yeah, I mean, for some reason, like this movie just has a very European or Scandinavian, you know, feel to it that I don't think you can really pull off in the states unless it's like set like you know deep north in wisconsin or minnesota or yeah whatever, you know they'll, i'm sure they'll have to completely change it in, a, in, in, in order to right to make it work whoa the computer went out yes it did which means that uh, our time should be up oh really yes okay so we should probably wrap up whatever we're going to talk about this movie here. all right just like uh, going too overlong yeah you want to take a break or, or what yeah what so, do do? i mean do you have anything else to say um I uh, no, it was good. I I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I I wanted to see this in the theater because it was on at the Neon not too long ago. Uh, yeah, it was on. It was there like two, three weeks ago or so. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I should you know make time to go see that thing. Uh, then I found out that it was coming out on DVD like the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah I'll just write things it. are moving so fast in our future society. Well, you have to admit that uh, a it's a foreign film. It's Dayton. Yeah, so we probably—it's uh, probably been out for like six it's years. At the ass end of it, it probably actually did come out in the eighties, and we're just now getting it. <laughs> Could very well have been. I do remember hearing about this movie something like a year and a half ago. Yeah, like that. oh, I saw a trailer a long time back. Yeah, so it, it has been a while. Good movie though. Let the right one in. Very good. Yes. Let the right one into your VCR tonight. Or DVD player, if you're, if you're a future kid. They, they don't make uh, VCRs. Your VTR tapes, kids. <laughs> don't forget to rewind. All right, let's uh, take a break. Uh, let's take a break now. So turn off the light, close the night on the sun. You're hopelessly hopeless, I hope so.
How are you? Fine. Alright. <coughs> Alright. Yeah. Life is, could be better. Uh, speaking of things that could be better, and uh, I mentioned earlier about being just tired and yeah. I was playing footsie with you. Oh. Uh, <coughs> yeah, I, I mentioned it is to me that I'm tired of living and I kind of just wish death would take me. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, I'm actually really tired as well. Yeah. Uh, me too. My fucking neighbors. Oh, your upstairs neighbors. <sighs> my only neighbors. Yeah. Uh, well, they've been up to no good, I assume. Yeah. 90% <clears throat> of the time, they're never here. Which, thank fucking Christ. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Because when they are here, like they have been almost every day this past week, they're up partying till like 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the goddamn morning. That's kind of late during the week. Yes, it is. Especially when you get up how early? 5.30 at the latest. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not much sleep. No, no, it's not. And it's varied occasionally because... I, mean, I probably stay up way too late, you know, for having to get up that early. I usually go to bed between 11 and midnight, you know, occasionally one or so. But you, some, sometimes you can sleep on the way to work. I, on the weeks that I do not drive to work, I tend to just mm-hmm. pass out as soon as I get in the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's like an extra hour of sleep. <clears throat> and then I heavily caffeinate myself the rest of the day. Uh, Sounds like a recipe for... Good mental health. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you understand why well, I'm so well adjusted? <laughs> um. <laughs> so they've been partying every night this week. Oh, yeah. Last Sunday I came home, went to bed around midnight, and like as soon as I started falling asleep around 1230, they came in and started like slamming doors and talking at the top of their lungs and yip-yapping and I would start pounding on my walls and my arms are incredibly sore from pounding the fucking oh, walls and these are like thick concrete yeah, walls. They are. Yeah, they are. Uh, Monday, the same goddamn thing happened. Uh, and then like, you know, every time like I'd think they'd get quiet and then I'd like start drifting off again and fucking start laughing. You hear a champagne cork on on uh fly no, off. I don't think they drink champagne. No. They're not <coughs> sophisticated people. Uh but every fucking night this past week. Except for Friday. Since you can uh Yeah, since that's like the one night that I actually can stay up till like two thirty in the morning yeah. and sleep in as late as I want. Uh and I did. I stayed up till like two on Friday. Friday night, Saturday morning, uh, when I went to bed, uh, and of course they weren't there, uh, or if they were, I didn't hear them at all, and then I fucking wound up waking up at like 8.30. Just forced to have it. Uh, not even forced to have it, because, you know, 5.30. Well, it is sleeping in three hours for you, isn't it? Technically, uh, if I had gone to bed at, like, mm-hmm. 11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Well, hopefully they move out or get evicted or something. Um, you know, my bo- my landlord... Boss. My landlord. Uh, your, rent, your rent boss. Yes, my rent boss. Uh, sort of teased the idea that he was going to evict them, but then I guess they've been paying their rent since then. So, no dice. Fuck those people. I hope they have a horrible accident. <laughs> or at least just never come back to the apartment. Yeah. yeah at least not when I'm here. 
And I had there should be a rule that uh, from uh, six p.m. to six a.m. they're not allowed to be here. You know, you know what they should do is is sort of have a rule where, you know, when they rent apartments, you know, to like three or four different tenants that are yeah. all closely connected like this, they should they should try to get people that that work, you know. Opposite all, shifts, this or the same shift, like they like they all work first shift, you know. Right. So like right. they have to go to bed early too. Yeah, yeah. I mean that would make sense, right? I mean yeah. surely there's enough people out there that that want an apartment that they could. I mean I don't know if that would be like prejudging people, but but like hey, uh, you know, probably, but you know this is a first shift apartment, you know. I mean, right, right. I, mean, I don't think that'd be too bad. Yeah, yeah. just uh, hey, I'm down for that idea. Yeah, but you know, not well. it's never gonna happen. Since I'll be living here forever <coughs> alone, so that uh, really doesn't matter anymore. I guess. So I start, I start school tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what classes are you taking? I actually, I well, I signed up for two, but one of them's out of my league right now. So uh, I'm uh, just taking one. I'm taking this like it's it's like a long, like it's almost three hour long printmaking class though. It's a couple days a week. Should be fun. Old school printing, like. Not digital, but, right, right, you know, right. like, get your hands messy, kind of. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't care for that. I, see, I, love, I love getting my hands a little yeah, inky. Got delicate hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you got those mouse-clicking hands. I do. Uh, what, uh, what was the other class? The other one was, uh, it, it was a page layout class, basically in design. Yeah. But the teacher... Her name is Cynthia Culley. She's probably the best teacher I've had in my entire life, but she's definitely the hardest teacher. And I remember the last time I took one of her classes that even sort of required having a computer. I mean, like, it didn't even until the end. It was insane. I mean, I was at school so much because I didn't have one at home. And I still haven't got everything I need to have a at-home computer. Like a computer. Like a computer, <laughs> I was. That's the main component I need. <laughs> but uh, there's a couple other little things, like you know, like a nice computer chair. Uh, right, right, right. But uh, but yeah, <laughs> no. But I figure if I took that, I would be there every waking minute that I was not at work. You right, know, right. and because uh, I like I want to do well in her class because that's one of those classes that you actually learn something. She's one of those teachers that you know actually puts out lots of information and makes you do things to learn instead of just I've had some man I had this guy I won't say his name but he was my photoshop teacher he was a glorified babysitter he was terrible I would I would expect him to maybe teach like up through second grade and then seriously after that it's a crime that he was teaching right. and uh, he was my photoshop teacher nice guy yeah I'd, I'd you know I'd Go to a ball game with him or something, but right, right. terrible high terrible high school or college professor. So so yeah, so I'm I'm skipping the page layout. Um, I'm just gonna do the printmaking class. Yeah. How was your luck? Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. I'm excited. The teacher's awesome. He's he's into <clears throat> he's into comics. He actually buys comics at my work. Was he buy? He buys he buys crime comics. He buys Criminal and Spider Man Noir. Wow. Uh, I should. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before, but like I'll be hanging out with you. We'll just be like out in the town. <laughs> it's one and, of my favorite games. Yeah, and uh, all of a sudden you'll just be like, "Hey, you see that guy in like the the black jacket?" It'll be yeah. He buys Green Lantern and X Men. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, hey, see that guy with the beard? 
That's a magic customer. Yeah. <laughs> he, he plays mostly green. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love, like, knowing... I mean, it's not like everyone's dirty little secret because some people wear like you know the shirts to say I'm a, I'm a gamer. Yeah, you know? they have the magic hoodie. Or, or, or they say like there's only two kinds of people in this world: those that know uh, binary and you know I don't, I don't uh, know <coughs> you know those like darky yeah, but jokes. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but a lot of them they do seem kind of like you know like they it's their dirty little secret that right, they right. buy this kind of stuff from us. And I love knowing like I'm like that guy there. <laughs> Basketball and World of Warcraft comics. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's fun. Like I, when uh, we went to Chicago last year, I really half expected you to just start pointing people out there. See that guy over there? <laughs> I can just tell. Yeah, or like they were actual customers. Yeah, who just happened to have moved to Chicago years ago. And- <laughs> That is my favorite game. And usually, like, this is this town is sort of like an episode of The Simpsons where anywhere you go, you're going to run into Cletus or Krusty the Clown. Right, right. So every time Bumblebee I go to the... Man. <laughs> Bumblebee Man. Every time I go to the grocery or the, you know, wherever, any sort of crowded place, I usually yeah. get to see one person that shops at my work. And it does kind of feel like everything's all connected because, you yeah. know... Thank you, and I went out to dinner once, and uh, there was people sitting behind me. And they got up and left, and the guy was like, "Hey, Jason," and started talking to you. And then he left, and he was like, "That guy best sports guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun. It really is. It's like a little. It's like the Where's Waldo game. Yeah. Uh, ow. Headphones hurting, making my head sweaty. But yes. Uh, I'm done bitching about things and being depressed. Yeah, I've never been done being depressed, but well, no, that's. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a time to let it all out. Yeah. I, I agree, but you can't can't let it overtake you. No, I gotta work in the morning. And yeah, you gotta be focused for that. Yeah, just go listen to some old Kinks records or something. Get all amped up. And, and, uh, might listen to some. Uh, well, listen to it at work that uh, will pump me up. Tom, yeah, probably Tom just, versus the Flash. No, nah, I'll probably just listen to some more Never Not Funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe if I feel in a music mood, which I hardly ever do, uh, maybe some like MC Chris or oh, uh, yeah. some, uh, some Beastie Boys. Good stuff all. Uh, yeah. Maybe some uh, <clears throat> some uh, Blitzkid. I don't know Blitzkid. Uh, I've played them for you before. They're no. uh, a Misfits-esque. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I listen to much music i don't really care for music anymore anyway how you doing <laughs> muy excelente senor that's good so you uh you used my computer shortly before we came back for the wrap-up and uh i had to turn my head in shame yeah uh not in shame i just had to turn my head because you were looking stuff up that i wasn't allowed to see just yet i i didn't know if i could remember the exact title of of the book that uh, I chose to review, because um, I haven't read it yet. Or choosing. That I am choosing. Yes. Barring any vetoes. <laughs> yes. Um, I veto this <coughs> choice. You may. Oh, wow. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Again, I'm, I, I Is know, it David Heatley? No. Uh, Jeff Loeb? No. <laughs> I know I said that last time, too, about the Time Titans, but it's not like I'm trying to pick something that you'll veto, but I'm trying to branch out a little. Right. Because right. I always pick, like, or I was for a while picking, like, just, like, you know, some cartoonist, kind of independent yeah, cartoonist which guy. Which I'm totally fine with. Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple in my mind, but but I but uh, I thought of one. Okay. Um, 
It's uh, Star Trek Dead of Honor by Chris Claremont and Adam Hughes. Um, wow. I'm really close to me doing this one. Yeah. I'm, yeah. See, I want to read this book. It looks kind of good. I was flipping through it at work the other day and I took it home. It's at my house. And Chris Claremont's going to be in town in the... Yeah. In a week. Yes, he is. So it'd be cool to have something to talk to him about. Because I certainly don't, you know, want to talk to him about the X-Men. <laughs> no one's ever read that. No, I, no, I like I like some of his old X-Men stuff. but I, I do as well, but uh definitely doesn't hold up over time. Yeah, I read, I think it was number 142. It was the one with, uh, uh, was it Arcade? No, it was the Ringmaster. Oh, man, it was, I read it in a classic. Ringmaster. Yeah, the the guy with the spinny thing on his head, Ringmaster. He was a Hulk villain sometimes. Uh, I don't know. I don't recall him ever being in the X-Men. Yeah, he was in this one because... 142? I think it was 142. No, no, 142. That's a... Uh, that, well, it was right around the time post-Dark Phoenix Saga. Yeah, yeah, right in there. Uh, it, was a, it was a John was, Byrne issue. This it had was, to be Days of Future Past or... Maybe it wasn't 140. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, what number was this? It was the one where uh, it was like Storm um, and the Beast. It was They get, like stumbled into this traveling carnival, and the Ringmaster was controlling their minds with his... Uh, oh, you mean Mesmero? No, I think it was Ringmaster. I'm pretty sure. Because I remember an issue where Mesmero... What's he look like? He's green with like purple stripes. He's got like a weird helmet. Uh, I know Mag- was Magneto. Like up. Magneto was in this one too. I'm pretty sure it was Ringmaster. Though. Let's uh, let's look this bitch up. We're nerding it up. All right, Google. Um, I because I read it like a year ago and yeah, it did not hold up at all. And then the reason I thought about it was we bought a collection of old Claremont like Cockermara stuff the other day, and uh, at work, I was thinking of this man, but maybe uh. Maybe search for a... I could swear it's Ringmaster. I almost bet you money. (coughs) I thought it was that guy. Why is there a picture of a... Jerry Springer? Jerry Springer. Because his movie was called The Ringmaster. Oh, okay. Okay, well, that makes... That was from uh, the mid-90s. I was working at the uh, movie theater when it came out. Man, I've never, ever been a fan of the Jerry Springer show. Or any of those shows. I just feel nauseated. Like, not even as a joke, you know, I can't watch them. <clears throat> just, like, nauseating. Yes. Um, well, shit, I don't know. I don't know what number it was. I, I know it had Magneto, like, he popped up out, out of nowhere at the end. It's not that one. Was it that one with the uh, arcade in there? Maybe. What number was that? No, it wasn't. Oh, maybe it was that one. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was Mesmero. Uh, from X Men One Eleven. Ooh, search that. Search that out. <laughs> yeah, if anyone needs any, uh, you know, early eighties <laughs> X Men, we just picked up a run at Mavericks. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, that's where they controlled their minds, and they were uh, X Men One Eleven. Yeah. That one did not hold up at all, and it seemed like it should have been three times as long as it really was. Like, it just seemed to, like, sort of end, you know? Right, right. 
Like they're oh shit, it's been twenty pages already. Let's <laughs> cut this bitch. I've read it before. I don't remember too much about it other than I knew it was Mesmero. Yeah, good call. Uh, I could have swore it was Ringmaster. I could have sworn it was Ringmaster. Yeah, I read the classic X Men. That's the one I read. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like there, there was a backup story with uh, by John Bolton. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. See, I know my X Men shit. <laughs> Wow, Mesmero. I, in my head, I like was picturing Ringmaster like hanging out with Magneto, getting a beer and everything. Like, man, that was a good plan you had. Oh well, you missed it. Yeah. So, what do you think? Oh wow, still undecided. Dead of Honor, Star Dead Trek. Of Honor, Star Trek. Adam Hughes Adam and Claremont. Adam Hughes and Claremont. Wow. What year was that from? It's mid '80s. It was a DC graphic novel. Right. Uh, let me look this up a little bit because depending on how long it is is it, how it's, I'm going it's not to it's not super thick. It's you know I'd say thinner than that that hack slash trade we read last time. Uh, I think it's three hundred and sixty pages, something like that. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I bet it's like eighty, Let's not see. eighty ninety. From Amazon, I can buy 15 used at it from 292. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, less than three bucks, people. Uh, 91 pages. Mm. Uh, and then on top of it, it's Star Trek. <laughs> the new movie's coming out this summer. I know, but uh, uh, I dislike Star Trek Le- so much. Leonard Nimoy just turned 78 last week. Same day as Juvenile turned 22. <laughs> I, I just remember seeing... I, I don't know if Juvenile was really 22, but it was... It was one of those things in the paper where it had all the celebrity birthdays. Yeah. I was like, I was just sitting there eating breakfast, eating my cereal, and I was like, huh, Leonard Nimoy and Juvenile have the same birthday. Uh, Weird. All right, I'll oh. let this go. All right. I'll review it. I, you can't see it. Uh-huh. You can't see it, everyone, but I'm doing my... Uh, Your uh, my Long Prosper? My Klingon thing. Or, or, no, no Klingon. I'm doing it. Vulcan. Vulcan, yes. Yeah. I was like, what is it? The, the Vulcan Death Group. I have a, I, sometimes I have trouble remembering things. Yeah. It's also, uh, <laughs> you reverse it, it's Nanu Nanu. It is, yeah. Nanu Nanu. nanu, nanu. And if you slightly adjust it, it's a... Uh, the Shocker. It's a shadow puppet of a dog. Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm going to fucking read a Chris Claremont goddamn Star Trek book. You know what's the best? And fuck you for making me do it. This one's autographed by Claremont, too. I was at uh, Half Price Books yesterday, and I saw... Uh, remember the Matt Wagner Dr. Midnight miniseries? Oh, yeah, it was good. That was autographed. Good. Really? Just like in their bend. Like the single issues? Yeah. All three of them? Just one. Oh, wow. It had uh, a little word balloon coming from uh, Dr. Midnight's mouth. It said, To Randy. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That was, that was good. Good artwork, too. Yeah. It was super dark. I really enjoyed that series. All right. Let's uh, cut this bullshit out. Yeah, man. All right. Star Trek. Fucking Star Trek. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, isn't, there, isn't there some like, Star Trek tagline we could go out on? Um, like a. And a planet for only going where I really don't want to go. Or, yeah, but uh, there we go. 
Make it so. Make it so. The rhyming episode. <laughs> Goodbye. Nanu nanu. Frodo! <laughs> oh! They were reading Lord of the Rings in the classroom. Yeah, the movie. that was cool. That was kind of awesome. I was like, what are they quoting? Or, or, where was the Hobbit? It was Frodo. No, uh, it was Bilbo. Bilbo, yeah, you're right. So, so the Hobbit. Yeah, Hobbit. Yeah. All right. I just thought I'd throw that in last. Yeah. All right. Dark Bye. stuff. Dark stuff. See ya. Watch a vampire movie. <laughs>